You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. What's up? It's Jesse with That One Time at Beer Camp podcast. with, And uh, that's a question for at the end. I've got Jamie from Forgotten Boardwalk Brewery. What is up, dude? I don't know what the last question is going to be, but if you <laughs> ask me if I did something sexy with beer, the answer is just no. The answer is no. I mean, like, I, I've, I've gotten drunk and had sex, but like... <laughs> <laughs> Jamie! Oh my God, we have so much to talk about. Okay, so wait, I'm sitting here in this freaking beautiful brewery that has this like warehouse garage feel and then there is the tap room in the inside which is literally like a forgotten boardwalk vibe i mean you've got the the crazy mirrors in there you've got like trick door number one two three four you've got the spinny wheel you've got this uh carnival type of unicorn thing that you go what is this whole concept where did it begin and uh take me through how you put this whole thing together. Sure. Unfortunately, COVID actually, uh, we do have skee-ball machines, but we had to take them down. It's, it's been like, you know, like it's quieter in there now because there's not like little children throwing skee-balls into the <laughs> wall, but uh, we used to have skee-ball machines. We're really excited to hopefully like once we get back out of this to get them back up. Um, Forgotten Boardwalk to me was like, we were looking for a name and it was sort of like, I, I grew up at the shore, I grew up at the Jersey Shore, so I wanted to kind of call it Boardwalk Brewing and like looking back on it, that probably would have been like a really lame name. So uh, we kind of came up with this idea of like, let's tell like forgotten history and like modernize it. So uh, we put in all these old time mirrors and we like kind of like brightened up the brand because we didn't want it to be black and white. But like every story that we tell comes from like the 1900s to about like 1940. So cool. Yeah. When I went in there um, to use the bathroom, which, by the way, I love the bathroom. I love the mirrors on the wall in the bathroom. Um, I was like, is there like 1920s, 30s music playing like this is cool. It is. We all have like Benny Goodman going on. That was like a big concept for me because like. You know, I'm a music buff, right? Yeah. So I, I love rock and roll, but like, it was like, what kind of music do you want to take into a tasting room for it to sort of like resonate with people? And then I was like, you know, you put on rock and roll, it's one person. You put on R&B, it's another person. Mm -hmm. So we're like, you know what? F it. Yeah. Let's just go and like do like 1920s jazz. Love it. And like, let it be sort of background music and like just these old tiny tunes that really don't have lyrics or words that you could play. So I think we have like somewhere close to like 200 songs kind of going on loop. It drives my staff freaking insane. <laughs> but um, the nice part about it is it's like just old time jazz yeah. that like everyone forgot about. Yeah, that's like actually really nice music to listen to. Jamie, you were in a freaking band. I was. Can you tell me about your band? How did you know that? Uh, well, let's just say I have some forgotten boardwalk <laughs> spies and people that work in the inside. Uh, I was in a band in my like my uh, former life. Uh, <laughs> I, I played guitar and I, I sang a little bit and uh, I'm, a, I'm a decent baritone. And um, we actually got lucky uh, a couple years in. We, we scored a little bit of a gig with this band. I think you might have heard them. They're called Weezer. Oh, my. And uh, we played Madison Square Garden with Weezer Jamie. a couple years back. 
Uh, it was like a small little gig. I think we did like two or three songs. Like they did like a radio contest and like we just happened to get up there and do it. And uh, getting up on stage at Madison Square Garden was the creepiest thing I've ever done in my life. Because I got up there and it was it was oddly silent. Yeah. Because I don't know I don't know if it was just the monitors coming back at me, but like I was talking to my guitarist in between songs and like we could talk perfectly like we're doing now, but there's like a whole crew of people just like clapping and cheering and I was, it was really eerie to like have that like no feedback yeah. coming in. I also always imagined when like you get up on stage it'd be like a whole bunch of bad breath coming at you. <laughs> No, but it didn't happen that you way. You didn't. You know, like, you, like whenever, like, uh, you know, like, you think about it, like, Pearl Jam comes on stage and everyone's just like, ah! and I'm just like, that just has to smell bad. <laughs> Yo, you played MSG. Like, that's, like, massive. It was. I And then we, I quit the band. What did we, did you, <laughs> when you got on the stage, were you like, this is not a big enough venue for me? Or were you like, this is huge? Like, how did you feel? I, no, I felt it was huge. And I think after, like, I got off the stage at that uh, that moment, you know, we went back and we started to uh, continue to play, like, some smaller club gigs. And um, it was, like, sort of at this point, it was just like, I, I, I felt what I think I'm going to feel. I hear you. At the biggest point that I'm going to feel it. And, like, I'm tired of hustling these small club gigs. Oh, my God. I know. It's rough. Yeah. And, like, I I feel like a lot of musicians did, like, you know, like, the the bump grind of that is, like, very, very difficult. And you don't get paid very well. Right. I know. I know. It's rough. It's hard. Yeah. So I I was just, like, I had had my thrills. I had my fun. And, like, then I actually, I, I opened this. Okay. So let's talk about this. Okay. We are inside Forgotten Boardwalk Brewery. Jamie, you are young and you are this is your brewery now you started like as working in finance and yeah. what did you like I don't know you talking about the band story and how you quit and you're like I've already reached my peak like it's gonna be like this I know what the feelings like fine on to the next thing like you seem to be somebody who's like you you know when the moment's right and you're like it's time to move on and figure I mean, out the next thing not always I've like I've stayed in relationships that were way too long oh my long. god I know I'm like that's the one thing I can never get out of I'm like I stay too fucking yeah long. I'm just like why am I here why, why am I doing this now but uh <laughs> yeah um yeah I was working at Merrill Lynch for a little uh while and then um actually that was uh the same year I probably I want to I want to say it's about the same year I was uh, did MSG with Weezer uh the financial crash happened. Oh my god. So that was like the 2008 financial crash. <sighs> so I I kind of bounced around in between for like a year or two and I, eventually I was brought back to Maryland. Okay. So I was back there and like it just wasn't as stable as it used to be and like I got let go of so as it used to yeah. be I was just like I ha- I have to get out of this too because like I just saw, like, a, a rotating door of people coming in and out doing finance. And, like, you know, they're 50 and 60, and they're getting laid off. Terrible. They're getting downsized. And, like, it just wasn't – I didn't create anything. You know, like, it was numbers on a spreadsheet. You couldn't yeah. hold it. You couldn't touch it. You yeah. couldn't taste it. You couldn't lick it. <laughs> right. You couldn't drink it. You right. couldn't chug it. You couldn't – okay, I was going to say something else. But the you, the band camp thing. <laughs> I was we'll wait for that. So, like, I look at you, and I'm just like, this is amazing. She's young. She's a woman. She's I'm not doing that this. young. Well, I mean mm. – that you are for this how do you do this how does this happen how do you find money to fund this how does this for anybody out there that's listening is like I want to open up a brewery I want to do a business like I'm looking at these tanks this is huge this whole space is crazy like what do you do how do you start an idea like that and then I don't you're, know. Do don't you, do you, like, don't 
do knock on doors. You're like, hi, I have this really cool idea. Can you help me? Like, what do you do? No, um, I had I had some money from Merrill Lynch. Um, I did okay at Merrill Lynch. I didn't have all the money to do this, obviously. Um, I had a decent job, though. Awesome. And uh, my business partner also had a really decent job. Yeah. Um, and we actually went to a bank. And uh, we, we built a business plan. We went to, like, four or five banks. Um, we didn't have any debt at that time, yeah. and uh, we just kind of presented the business plan. We actually got the loan from three or four banks. We we had the, the best of the bunch. That's amazing. Uh, and what was really beneficial about what, how we got the, the financing is uh, we went through a small little credit union, and um, it was an SBA loan, and like the, the government actually now through COVID with the SBA, they're, they're doing a lot actually for their small business lenders as well, awesome. which has been really great. Yeah. So um, we, we just, we went the old fashioned route. We went to, to the bank. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so uh, it was a little of our money and then a little of the bank's money. I love that the old fashioned route. And then you've guys, you've got Forgotten Boardwalk, which feels like this very beautiful, almost like old fashioned type of place. All of the beers have a story behind them. Uh, talk to me, What one of the beers, is is it the 1916? Yeah, 1916 Shore Shiver. Go into that. Yeah, so uh, in the year 1916, there was this shark that terrorized the New Jersey Shore. And uh, it killed four people and it injured seven. And um, it was uh, actually a shiver is a group of sharks. So like a pride is a group of lions. Uh-huh. And uh, you would know this story because it's super famous now in pop culture as Jaws. Is but that him? Yeah, yeah, that's the shark tank. Oh, we just pointed behind. <laughs> I was like, there's a huge shark on this crazy tank behind me. Oh, my God. So uh, it's Jaws. It's the real story of Jaws. Um, <laughs> the, the, the person who wrote, wrote Jaws, I don't, I'm blanking on his name, actually wrote it when he was vacationing in New Jersey. Um, it is a true story. It happened in that year. But the fun part about it is, like, it did influence the Jersey Shore just so greatly because people were so terrified and we didn't have the resources that we have today and the technology that we had today about sharks um, that the, the property value just plummeted wow. all across New Jersey. So like that is the reason actually for the New Jersey Shore boom actually starting in 1918 <laughs> is the reason that people started to buy this property at the beach at such cheap values because this one shark terrorized everything. <laughs> um, I mean, we're fortunate enough that we haven't had an incident like that in New Jersey since. Yeah. Um, and we have really wonderful movies now about it too. Um, and like now we have Shark Week dedicated to it, but like <laughs> it, this incident actually did happen in Jersey. Whoo! All right, well let's take a break and let's uh, sip on this beer. I am we, what we have in front of us is the Alt One Hundred Four Point High Five Hefeweizen. Hefeweizen. Okay, yeah, because I was like, I need to like listen to the dictionary.com version of this online and make sure I say it right. Um, this is what we have in front of us. Uh, this is my first time tasting it. Cheers. Cheers. Now this is supposed to be the citrusy type of. Yeah, so uh, Hefeweizen typically is a a German-style beer. Um, It will have some, like, phenols to it, uh, phenolics to it, which is coming from the yeast, which will have some, like, banana to it. You could smell it right on the nose. Um, Then we also, like, dry-hopped it a little bit with mosaic and calypso, which is going to give it to a little more citrusy uh, to it. And then, like, it actually ends a little more bitter than I would prefer in a Hefeweizen, but we'll we'll perfect it a little more. Okay, let's see. That banana. Yep. Oh my God, that's lovely. That's con- that's a concert in a can. It is, isn't it? This is this is yeah. This is a concert in a little tiny glass right here. Oh my gosh, Jamie. <laughs> so this is a five point five. How many do I need of these to get kind of you know not like Bruce Springsteen like drunk, but like to, to the band cam drunk? <laughs> yeah. Like, how many do I need of these? <laughs> Depends on how much you ate. Yeah. I would say about four. Okay, this is great. <laughs> oh my God, I love this. Hmm. 
This is so good. All right, Jamie, what else, what else can you tell me about this place that you want someone to know that's never been here before, that's never tried your beer? Shit, that's so open-ended. <laughs> I know. Um, oh, man, that is so open-ended. Just about everything. I think my, my big thing about when you come in here is trying to learn some history. Right now it's a little difficult because, like, COVID and, like, we're so sparse and, like, we're, we're so far apart. I built this space for it to be social. There's no TVs in here. Um, so we wanted people very much to be like talking to each other and making friends that. with their neighbors. Um, and like right now it's been upsetting to me cause like we're so far apart. Yeah. So, um, one, once we get back into it, I really would love people to come back here and, and learn about the history behind the beer. Cause I feel like that is just important to me than like the taste of the beer as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. How many beers do you have on tap? So I think we're at... 15 or 16 okay. beers on tap. Um, they're always rotating. We have about eight that are constantly on that we make full year round. And then everything else is sort of seasonal. Uh, we do two hard seltzers as well. Cool. Uh, we were the first New Jersey brewery to make a hard seltzer. Woo! Um, and then we were the first brewery or the first hard seltzer winner in the entire country. We won the first award for the national hard seltzer. So we beat White Claw. We beat Truly. That's amazing. We beat everyone. Um, it was like the first award we actually won a major category. And I was yeah. like, of course I wanted a hard seltzer. Like, <laughs> like I've only on. been brewing beer for six years. <laughs> yeah, and I remember Amber blogged about it. She's like, there's this place in Jersey. Like, they won a major award. Yeah, Forgotten Boardwalk Brewery. Yeah, well, it was fun. I mean, like, I want obviously I want to win one one day for, for beer. but The beer, you know, yeah. I'll, I'll take it for seltzer. Oh, my goodness. Well, that beer is delicious. I know. You downed it. I did. And I'm going to go and buy <laughs> some more and bring some crawlers home. Okay. So we're going to end it with my uh, five questions here. Sure. Ja- Jamie, if you could sit down and have a beer with anyone in the universe, who would it be and why? Are they dead or alive? You know what? Dead or alive. Shh. Ah, man. I think that if I could have a beer with anyone alive, it might be Eddie Vedder. <laughs> we, we, when we walked in, Pearl Jam was just blasting. Yeah. I was like, who put PJ on? I think he would just be really cool to sit down and have a beer and like speak some wisdom to. And he's just so humble. Yeah. And he's seen a lot of things and he's not pretentious. Right. And like, he's, he's worldly. And like, I kind of just want to like hug him. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people want to hug him. Yeah. Um, but like, I think if anyone I could uh, have a beer with, it might be Eddie Vedder. Um, although like a Gal Gadot, just for flirtation reasons. Who is that? The Wonder Woman. She's so hot. Oh my God. I just want to like sit next to her. She is hot. And, and I, like, oh, I didn't even know her name. I want to feed her about five of those <laughs> Hefeweizen. <laughs> Get her to that point of the uh, beer camp. And yeah. then, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll what, take it from there. We'll take it from there. Okay. I'll, ha- I'll totally have a beer with both Gal Gadot and Eddie Vedder just see where the night takes me. We'll see where the night takes you. Okay, here's one. You're curating a beer festival lineup. Each night has a headliner. What three beers would you book as your top three headliners for Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night? Saturday night, assuming that's like the big bang, like boom, you know, that type of thing. Hey. <laughs> so I'm hosting a beer festival. Yes. And like the, the beer of the night yep. is like the head. All right. Yep. This so you get Thursday night, Friday night, Friday Saturday, Saturday night. night. I wish I could just answer music, man. I would like well, pick a music festival I was too, gonna, but I, it would also be Pearl Jam and Gal Gadot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So I really like, let's go a little local. Like, I really like, for my Thursday night festival, I like Sly Fox's Hellas Lager. Cool. Um, I just want to stay like a little local band right there, yes. right? So Thursday night, let's ease into the situation. <laughs> um, for like the Friday night gig, let's let's like bring in like a European like sort of like import. Let's do, I really like this beer called the Duchess. It is a, a Belgian-style sour with raspberries. Mm. I feel like that's nice and funky for, like, a Friday night. Oh, yes. Um, and because I want to be selfish, I'm going to bring in this, uh, this Hefeweizen, <laughs> right, before I got on Boardwalk <laughs> on Saturday night, right? Yes. And, and Weezer's going to be with us. Oh, my God, Jamie, you were made for this. You were made for this business. You were made for the beer and the music business. Okay, I have another one. Shout out to your favorite U.S. brewery that's not your own. Favorite U.S. brewery that's not my own. Small or local? If we're going to have to go, like, huh. All right. Let's do, like, a small little local brewery. They're buds of mine, um, and I drink a lot of their beer, and they make good stuff. And uh, it would be the elementary up in Hackensack. Cool. Shout out to you guys. Okay. Favorite local food to eat with your favorite beer? I'm a foodie. Um... I really enjoy, again, let's try to like spotlight some local places because yeah. they're getting hit the hardest, right? Yeah. So there's this little place right around the corner. It's called Norma's. It's Lebanese cuisine. Cool. And so that's, I'm going to do some falafel. Ooh, I love that. Okay. Final question, Jamie, and I know you've got a good one on this. Finish this sentence. That one time at beer camp. Oh, that's where we're going. <laughs> Close it out with that. <laughs> that one time at beer camp, I got so drunk. I probably done it, done it all, right? That one time at beer camp, um, I feel like I just like I, I'm gonna go back to Gal Gadot. I woke up in her bed. I don't know. Like. <laughs> we'll end it there because those things can happen. It could happen at beer camp. <laughs> Jamie, Forgotten Boardwalk Brewery. Oh my God, this has been the best. You're amazing. Thank you so much for having us. And, and like, I'm hoping you're enjoying it here, and like, you get some beer. It's beautiful. You got to come by, Jamie. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having us. All right.